What's up, podcast? This is Matchlava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchlava, and it is. Gee, what day is it? What day is it today? It's Saturday. It is Saturday, December 26th. It has been a wild, wild last few days. You have Christmas, you have Christmas Eve, you have you have so many things going around on around the holidays, and then you have just a lot of releases, and I've kind of been checked out. I really have been. I haven't done a thing with my reselling business other than reply to a couple offers and stuff since the the kind of Christmas Eve came about. And, and so we have Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and now we're on the 26th, and I haven't really done too much reselling-wise. I haven't relisted any items. I haven't done anything, and it's felt really good, honestly. I mean, there's some times where you need to just be able to step away for a moment and and just kind of take an outside view in and usually what I find is within probably about three days I kind of get really really antsy and want to get back at it but I am going to be spending a lot of time with family and with my girlfriend while she is home over this upcoming week and doing some reflecting on just what I want to do better in 2021 so that's what I'm kind of going to be up to for the remainder of the year but we did have some interesting things released today so I want to cover those really really quick and I mean when I say quick it'll be brief and then I do want to just talk a little bit about what I see happening in the upcoming year and kind of some of my thoughts on it so today we had the the Nike Blazer collab with Medicom and they are the creators of the Bear Brick series if you don't know what Bear Brick is it is a it's a designer collector toy company uh well bear brick is the the thing that they manufacture and they are they're just very popular within the sneaker reselling world and they've done collabs with all sorts of different people i think they did one with billy eilish and i think they did one um i know they've done them with like phase clan and they've done them with nike and they've done some really really interesting ones really high high uh hyped up names if you will so they they've done a lot of different collapse with different companies and it's a well-renowned toy like designer toy collectible type of thing so they did a collab with nike on their blazers and they these were a pair of shoes these were not the the actual toy and there was decent resale on them we're looking at an 80 dollars shoe because blazers are not that expensive they're kind of a less desirable shoe and there's just there's nothing really that nice about them and i feel like that's kind of what people thought of the dunks right you think of the nike dunks last year before this uh kind of wave of dunks that we've had in 2020 and they really weren't thought of as anything that special now there's tons of dunks coming out and people are freaking out about them and it's just it's kind of been uh, the year of the dunk if you will and so there could be opportunities for nike to do this with other lesser uh lesser light silhouettes but the dunks have a lot of history behind them and that's one of the things that pushed the hype a little bit i think that the history behind the dunk the fact that it was such an iconic basketball shoe back in the day really pushed it up into the forefront as well as the fact that Nike was just doing some insane collapse with it and now it's one of the biggest shoes in the skateboarding market and all that kind of stuff so there are some really interesting things about that but the nike blazers that came out today were a collab with metacom and they usually do pretty well when they do collabs with uh, metacom and so that came out it was reselling around 
anywhere from about 150 to 200 bucks. So really, really good margins on a $80 shoe. And remember on eBay, they're not charging fees for any sneaker that is over $100 that is counted as an athletic shoe or athletic sneaker based on the, the uh, item category whenever you list it on eBay. So that's basically a free sale. And so that's a really, really good margin if you flip it on eBay. Even on StockX and Goat, you're still making good money. And that's kind of the shoes that we're looking for. So I went after those and then they did release the Jordan 12 uh, reversed flu game. And if you don't know what those are, Jordan, I think, I don't know. I think that he wore the 12s in the flu game. Now I may be making that up, but he did wear these. Uh, he did have the flu game, which was a game in which he played with the flu. I mean, that makes sense. And he went off, I think it was a playoff game. So he just absolutely dominated in that game. And it was one of the, the uh, big iconic moments of Jordan's career. So those were the reverse flu game colorway. And they did extremely well with that colorway. They did a, a really good job, I thought, with making it a bread colorway, making it a nice looking shoe. Now, I haven't looked to resell since before the release, but I ended up not going for them because I was busy and that particular type of shoe, I have to list immediately after it comes out. I have to do a few different things that I like to do with my shoe listings to get them perfect. And I just wasn't doing any of that today. I was busy, I had other things going on, more important things going on. And so I just decided to say, screw it. I'm not gonna go for that shoe because what's gonna happen is it's gonna come, it's gonna sit in my inventory. I'm gonna forget about it and then forget to return it to Nike or sell it or whatever. So I just kind of said, screw it, whatever. I won't do anything with that. And I haven't checked resale prices on it since then. But it was a good looking shoe. I, I don't typically like 12s all that much. I did like the uh, black and gold university golds that they did back in the summer. And these were probably the next best colorway of these shoes that I've seen them come out with in a little bit. So really good looking shoe there, but I don't think the resale for me at the time of the say of the, the time of them going on uh, sale on Nike and on the sneakers app and all the other sites that they came out on, I don't think that it was justifying the cost of the shoe and what the, the resale price is going to be. So I passed on those. So just a little bit of an off day. I ended up missing on both shoes because one, I didn't go for the 12s and two, I missed on the blazers, but it is what it is. And you just keep it moving. So I had some sales. I ended up selling some skateboards. I ended up selling some, uh, what else did I sell? I sold some uh, like toys and stuff I was looking to sell before Christmas. They're still selling. So just some good margins overall and some of this stuff. And now I'm trying to look at getting some of my, the rest of some of the stuff that I haven't sold before Christmas. I'm going to look at getting some of that stuff sold as well. So just really looking to attack this week whenever I get a free moment and, and really make sure that I get a good amount done with it. But looking ahead at 2021, there's trends that happened in 2020 that I'm interested to look at. One of them being the Jordan market and the the sneaker market as a whole has risen and i'm wondering i'm just wondering is that going to continue to rise is that going to continue to go up because what we look at with the the sneaker market and, and just watching some of the youtube videos of og sneakerheads, people that have been in this since i don't know 2010 2011 2012 those are people that i consider og i know that there's people that have been collecting since the early 2000s fine okay those people they are the originals great but for those of the people that um, have been collecting since 2010 up until 2015, I would say those people are pretty OG because this, this sneaker market that we're in now is a lot different than what it was back then. And just listening to some of them talk, they're saying, I remember when this shoe was sitting on Nike.com and went on sale. Just think about that, a Jordan 1 sitting on Nike.com on sale. For those of you who don't know the Jordan 1 and, and really what it does, it sells out immediately when it comes out in a new colorway. It doesn't matter what the colorway is. I mean, most of the shoes on the sneakers app are selling out immediately. That's how much hype there is. So 
there is a lot uh, different type of feel to the sneaker market now where every shoe that's coming out is selling out immediately. It's getting flipped up on eBay, StockX, Goat. People are making money. Back then, it wasn't the case. There wasn't that much demand. So people were just kind of passing by. Now, if you would have scooped up all those pairs that went on clearance on Nike.com, you would made a killing on some of these shoes. But none of us knew that, and there was really no way to tell. So I'm interested to see how the sneaker market trends in 2021. I think that there may be a dip. I just think that with the economy that we're in right now and how hyper-fragile it looks like it's going to be in the upcoming year, it just makes a lot of sense that the sneaker market may take a little bit of a dip. So I'm going to be selling and liquidating some of my pairs of sneakers that I don't feel are super stable investments and hopefully getting rid of those shoes because there's just, think about it, if the, if the economy goes down, and it stays that way for a little bit, the sneaker market's gonna go down. People aren't going to continue to collect sneakers before necessities like food and, and water and anything else that they would need. So it's not really a necessity, it's more of a commodity and those sorts of things don't hold their value extremely well. Now, the really, really high-end stuff does and I've, I've listened to a couple podcasts of people that sell and trade on uh, commodities like sports cards and stuff that stuff is actually held the collectible stuff holds its market very well but it just really depends on how collectible it is how rare it is because you'll always have people that want to buy the super rare stuff those people have money regardless right they're going to have a lot of money whether there is a huge economic downturn or not the people that are able to buy five thousand dollar pair of shoes are going to be able to buy a five thousand dollar pair of shoes that they want to but that being said, shoes may not resell for $700 anymore that we were going to sell for $700. Now, they may dip to $500 or $400 or $300 because nobody can pay. They may dip down the whole way to retail if nobody can pay what you want them to buy them for. And I doubt that that will happen, but I do think that they may dip. So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind that there is the opportunity for sneakers to take a dip. I personally think that there is just some instability that it will dip a little bit and at some point we're going to see the sneaker market dip as well and the fact that i think the jordan documentary did really really bring into the light the jordan one shoe and the sneaker kind of community as a whole and so that kind of stuff wears off after time after people end up going back to work after people get back to normal lives they realize that this sneaker thing may not be for them and they may not have time for it and so we may see a dip in that sort of a market now the collectibles market i i don't really know what to say about that it's not something i dabble in very much as i said i've seen a lot of people talk about how it holds value through all sorts of economic times so there is the opportunity that if you're holding a very rare jordan or lebron rookie or something like that the really really high-end cards those could really really maintain their value throughout the the any sort of economic crisis we would have but things i'm going to be looking at in the future would be stuff like other sorts of businesses like amazon really really want to look into amazon see what it's like see if it's still worth it and and see it looks like it's worth it a lot of people are saying it's worth it but see what kind of changes they implement in 2021 because they have implemented their fair pricing policy and a whole lot of other things that i really don't agree with i think the market is the market and it's their sandbox i get it we play in it but at some point you got to quit limiting the amount that people can sell things for because that would be a, a detriment to capitalism. And so that's just some stuff on there that I don't really think is, is really helpful. And so if they start doing that more often and they start limiting the amount you can price things up to, well then how does that help us? That actually limits us from what we can sell things for. Their fee structure is already insanely high. We're talking about anywhere from 30 to 50%, depending on what you're doing, FBA, FBM, 
the item category you're selling. There's there's a lot of fees with Amazon that have come on in recent years. And it's just, it's one of those things where I'm going to have to look into it and really see if I want to do it for my business or not. The volume is there. And that's really, that's kind of what you're, I'm thinking about doing is just a volume-based business. But that would require a whole new set of learned skills and a whole new set of different things, a whole new amount of capital I would need for that kind of stuff. So we'll see about that. And then there are other things to do with sneakers. I would really like to get into the sneaker game a lot more. I think there's a decent opportunity, like I've said, for sneakers to have a good 2021 with the amount of sneakers that we have coming out. I don't know how the resale value of sneakers will do per for holding sneakers. I think that that's kind of up in the air, but I do think that the the sneaker market as, as a whole is still higher than normal and i think that that helps me for trying to resell new releases so i am going to try and get into new releases i'm going to be studying if there are sneakers to hold which ones those will be in it sounded a little bit earlier like i kind of was down on the sneaker market i didn't i don't want you to think that at all i'm still very high on it i just think that the the amount of the amount of hype stuff we've seen happen in 2020 is irregular and i do think that that will dip a little bit but i think that and as a whole, the sneaker market's up, and I think it'll probably stay higher than it was in 2019. Let's just put it that way. There were shoes that weren't selling out in 2019 that I think will continue to sell out in 2020, 2021, 2022, just because there's so many more people that collect sneakers now. It's just a matter of whether or not every shoe is going to sell out. Every shoe is going to be super highly profitable, and it's it's just kind of up in the air right now. But I am looking forward to trying to at least get more shoes and more quantity a higher quantity of shoes this year whenever i go for a release but we will see how that ends up turning out so those are sort of some of my focuses really some other stuff that i've been looking at are instagram trying to grow my account on there trying to grow the podcast and so it's really my two of my main focuses for 2021 as well and then trying to do a little bit more video content i just don't really like it that much but it is something that is super helpful for me i imagine if it's super helpful for me and everybody else that i talk to that's probably super helpful for you as well so i'm gonna look into doing some more of that and try and get some stuff out there for that as well and if i get some time writing a couple blogs here and there because those are super helpful you can do a good tutorial blog that always crushes because people can use that and really really make a lot of money off of a tutorial type blog rather than just writing stuff out so see if i can make a couple of those as well for 2021 and we'll see how it goes we'll see what sorts of things end up coming about and what sorts of opportunities come our way but we're going to stay very very deep in the reselling game and kind of head down just focus because there are going to be 2021 opportunities that I do not want to miss like I did in 2020. And it's just one of those things where if you have the capital and you have your what's about you and you're thinking smartly instead of just making feeling-based decisions, if you're actually looking at the numbers and seeing how they could do and how this could actually work out and evaluating the risks of a purchase, you stand to make a lot of money. And so that's what I'm going to be doing better this year is trying to evaluate better and have more of a process when I go through evaluating than just trying to guess. And so that's my focus for 2021. Hopefully that can be something that helps you out. That's what I'm going to be doing. And uh, hopefully, you know, you can get some stuff ready for 2021 to dominate the year. If you guys do get any value from this podcast whatsoever, you just want to go in the Apple iTunes podcast app and click the five-star review. I'd really appreciate that. It does help me grow the podcast, reach more people. So that's something I'm always trying to do and help more people 
end up being able to learn how to resell and make some more money for themselves on the side or even make a full career out of it. But that's that, that would be helpful for me. And I would appreciate it a lot. So that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a good rest of your Saturday. Have a good rest of your 2020. And I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.